Shabbat Shalom, my beloved brethren. Blessings to, eat, to every one of you here present. Praises are unto our almighty Yahuwah and Yahusha for granting us this opportunity to gather here to commemorate this particular Sabbath day and to receive worship and to render worship and glory in the holy name of Yahusha HaMashiach. My beloved brethren, today's lesson's topic continues the Beatitudes. The Beatitudes are sayings attributed to our Lord Yahusha, mainly the eight blessings recounted by Yahusha in the Sermon on the Mount in the Gospel of Matthew. Yahusha didn't declare the rich, the beautiful, or those victorious in war as blessed. Instead, he said, Blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are those who mourn. Blessed are the meek. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. Blessed are the merciful. Blessed are the pure in heart. And blessed are the peacemakers. So, in our previous lesson, we talked about possessing the mind of Yahusha Christ and maintaining a mind of Yahusha Christ is foundational in our journey towards being like Yahusha Christ. For us to know how we think, speak, and act. As members of the assembly of Yahusha, for us to be faithful followers of Yahusha, we must adopt certain attitudes espoused by Yahusha Christ. We must identify ourselves as disciples or followers of Yahusha Christ. But to do that, we have to learn all the qualities taught by Yahusha. And that brings us to our first question of today. What can we expect to happen as we live out the Beatitudes taught by Yahusha? The answer to this question we can find in this Book of Matthew, chapter 5, verse 3 down to 10. As it is written, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, 
for they shall be called son of God. And blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. So our question was, what can we expect to happen as we live out the Beatitudes taught by Yahusha? As we live out the Beatitudes taught by Yahusha, we can expect to receive all the blessings that we have just read, which are the Beatitudes. When we live them out, we become more and more like Yahusha. And what can we expect to happen when we become more and more like Yahusha? When we become more and more like Yahusha, we must expect that we will be persecuted. However, how should we feel when we experience persecution? The answer is found in the same book of Matthew chapter 5, verse 11 down to 12. Where it is written, blessed are you when they revile and persecute you and say all kinds of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad. For great is your reward in heaven. For so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. How should we feel when we experience persecution? As it is written above, when we experience persecution, we should rejoice and be exceedingly glad. Why should we rejoice and be exceedingly glad? We should rejoice and be exceedingly glad because we are in good company and on the right path. And great will be our reward in heaven. When we look at the history of Yahuwah, our God's people, we see that all the prophets who lived before went through persecution. And if you are not experiencing persecution, you should be concerned and ask yourself if you are on the right path and are doing what's right. Who are those who are blessed because they are experiencing persecution? Those who experience persecution for the sake of righteousness will be the ones who receive these blessings. However, not everyone who experiences persecution is blessed. Why? Doesn't everyone who experienced persecution bless? Not everyone who experienced persecution is blessed 
because we need to know the difference between persecution and punishment. Who else, because of righteousness, will also experience persecution? In the book of John, chapter 15, verse 20, we find the answer to this question. Remember, the word that I said to you, a servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they kept my word, they will keep yours also. Who else, because of righteousness, will also experience persecution? Anyone who is a servant of Yahusha will also experience persecution. Why will they also experience persecution? They will experience persecution because Yahusha has warned us the servant is not greater than his master. And who are we? We are members of the assembly of Yahusha, the servant of Yahusha Christ, our master and savior. Do you know what else Christ said? Yahusha Christ also said that no one could serve two masters. And as members of his assembly and his servants, we must be one with Yahusha Christ. We must learn and study all of Yahusha Christ's prophecies. What else is another prophecy from Yahusha and why? The answer is found in the book of John, same book, chapter 15, verse, but now in verse 18 down to 19 and verse 21. If the world hates you, you know that it hated me before. It hated you. If you were, if you were of the world, the world would love its own. Yet, because you are not of the world, but I choose you out of the world, therefore, the world hates you. But all these things they will do to you for my name's sake, because they do not know him who sent me. What else is another prophecy from Yahusha and why? Another prophecy from Yahusha is that we will also experience persecution and hatred. And why would we experience persecution and hatred? <laughs> Sorry. We will experience persecution and hate because we are not of the world. And experiencing persecution and hate are the signs of being a Christian and a faithful follower of Yahusha Christ. And what must we never forget? 
And we must never forget that the world hated Yahusha first. What does Yahusha want us? Will be the consequence of him choosing us. Yahusha warned us that the consequence of being chosen by him is that we also will be persecuted and hated by the world. Being persecuted and hated is the difference between the gospel of Yahusha Christ and the gospel and the prosperity gospel, which preaches that we will prosper and be happy. What else should we experience? Because we belong to Yahusha. The answer is found in the first book of Peter, chapter 4, verse 12 down to 13. Dear friends, don't be surprised at the fiery trials you are going through. As if something strange were happening to you. Instead, be very glad. For these trials make you partners with Christ in his suffering so that you will have the wonderful joy of seeing his glory when it is revealed to all the world. What else should we experience because we belong to Yahusha? Belonging to Yahusha will also make us experience the fiery trials that will come our way. And we shouldn't experience these trials as something strange is happening, is happening to us. What does it mean when we experience persecution, hatred, and suffering? We should be delighted when we experience persecution, hatred, and suffering. Why should we be delighted? We should be delighted because these trials make us partners with Yahusha Christ in his suffering. And what will be our reward for partaking in Yahusha Christ's suffering? By partaking in Yahusha Christ's suffering, we will receive the incredible joy of seeing his glory when it's revealed to all the world. And what else can we expect to receive? In the same book of 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 14 down to 16, it is written, if you are reproached for the name of Christ, blessed are you. For the spirit of glory and of God rests upon you. On their part, he is blasphemed, but on your part, he is glorified. But let none of you suffer as a murderer, a thief, an evildoer, or as a busybody in other people's matter. Yet, if anyone suffers as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God in this matter, in this matter. What else can we expect to receive? 
we can also expect to receive reproach for the name of Yahusha Christ. But the spirit of glory and Yahuwah God will rest upon us. What is one of the worst thing that could happen? One of the worst thing that could happen is that they will blaspheme the name of Yahusha Christ. For what should we be careful? We should be careful as the persecutor not to become the persecutor. We should also be careful not to suffer as a murderer, a thief, an evildoer, or a busybody, doing it all in the name of Yahusha Christ. When reproached for the name of Yahusha, we have two opportunities to receive the blessings. We will receive the spirit of Yahuwah, God, and the spirit of glory. So, for this reason, no matter the persecution, hatred, reproach, or fiery trials, we must always glorify Yahuwah, our God. My brethren, I thank you for listening to me. The remaining part of this lesson will be brought to you by our beloved brother, John. Thank you. Happy Sabbath to everyone, brothers and sisters in the assembly of Yahusha. In our lesson for today, we will conclude the series on the Beatitudes of our King and our Savior, Yahusha HaMashiach. We know the Beatitudes and its purpose is to transform us inwardly because the Beatitudes reflect the thinking and the feeling of our King Yahusha. And so the more we internalize or integrate the Beatitudes of Yahusha in our life, this internal change will eventually lead to an external change. And so the more we think and feel like Yahusha, we will eventually speak and act like our King and Savior. In other words, the internal change that the Beatitudes bring in our life will lead to the fruits of righteousness. Unfortunately, when the fruits of righteousness is manifested in our life, the world will not like it. The world will hate it because they are diametrically opposed to the values taught by our King Yahusha. This is why if he was persecuted, we too will be persecuted. But our King Yahusha assures his disciples, if we are persecuted because of righteousness, we are the children of the kingdom of Allahim. This is why whenever we are experiencing persecution, when we are being insulted because of righteousness, Bible says we should not be sad. Instead, we should rejoice. Why must we rejoice? Like what was read earlier, it is an opportunity to give glory to our Father in heaven. And how can we give glory to our Father in heaven? How, what can we expect in times of persecution? Two things. We will receive the spirit of glory and the spirit of God. Was this proven before? Absolutely. And how can we give proper glory to Abba when we are persecuted? Let's continue our studies in the book of Matthew. Chapter 5, 44 to 45. 
But I say to you, love your enemies, bless those who curse you, do good to those who hate you, and pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you, that you may be sons of your Father in heaven. Brothers and sisters, who's the one speaking in this passage? I think, you know, it is Mashiach. It is our King Yahusha himself. We are still in the Sermon of the Mount. The Beatitudes is in chapter 5. And so we continue basically the spirit of the Beatitudes. And according to our King Yahusha, there's a certain kind of individual who proves to them to, to, to themselves that they are the true sons and daughters of the Father. Who are they? The ones who are able to love their enemies. The Bible says they are the true sons and daughters of the Father. In this world, did you know, there are three kinds of people, three types. There's, there are those who are like the devil. There are those who are normal human beings. And there are those who stand out as the true sons and daughters of the Father. Who are the first ones? Those who are like the devil. Well, they do not wait for someone to persecute them. They are the ones who initiate the persecution. They're on the attack. They're on the prowl. They seek for people to accuse and devour just like their father, the devil. And so they persecute even the innocent. That's the level of the devil. What's the next level? The level of normal human beings. What is that all about? People do good to those who do good to them. People do bad to those who do bad to them. This is what normal human beings do. This is why our King Yahusha said to his disciples, if you love those who love you, what makes you different from the people of the world? However, we must go beyond normalcy. We must go to the level of the true servants and sons and daughters of Elohim. What is that level? The level of the godly. The level of a son and daughter of Elohim. What is that level all about? Loving our enemies. When they persecute us, what do we do? We pray for them. And when we study scriptures, this is the pattern that we are able to find. One might say, well, I cannot do that. It's hard for me to pray for those who persecute me. Yes, it's difficult. However, we don't have to do it in our own power. This is why whenever we are persecuted, we need to pray. We need to ask our loving Father, Father, please give me the power of your spirit so that I can do what is befitting a true son and daughter who belongs to you. Who's a perfect example of one? Who was, when he was persecuted and insulted and on the brink of death, was able to pray to the Father and receive the spirit of power and the spirit of glory. Let's read the book of Acts 7, 54 to 60. As the members of the council listened to Stephen, they became furious and ground their teeth in him at, at him in anger. But Stephen, full of the Holy Spirit, looked up to heaven and saw God's glory and Yahusha standing at the right side of God. Look, he said. I see heaven open and the Son of Man standing on the right side of God. With a loud cry, the council members covered their ears with their hands. Then they all rushed at him at once, threw him out the city, and stoned him. The witnesses left their cloaks in the care of a young man named Saul. 
They kept on stoning Stephen as he called out to, to the Lord, Lord Yahushua, receive my spirit. He knelt down and cried out in a loud voice, Lord, do not remember this sin against them. He said this and died. Who was an example of one who was persecuted, who was insulted, who was on the brink of death because of the hatred, because of the persecution of the people. A servant of God by the name of Stephen. Now, who was Stephen? He happens to be the first deacon of the assembly in the first century. He was filled with the Holy Spirit. And because he was filled with the Holy Spirit, what did he proclaim? He proclaimed Yahushua, that he is the Messiah, that he is the fulfillment of the Old Testament prophecies. But what he proclaimed, Yahushua, and gave a powerful testimony about him being the Savior and Messiah, what happened to him? The Jewish people did not like it. And so he was accused and he was persecuted. And eventually they would stone him to death as he was being stoned. Do you know, did you notice what was experienced by Stephen? Bible says, because he was full of the Holy Spirit, he was able to stand before his persecutors with strength and completely at peace with what was happening. How was he able to do that? Because of the spirit of God. Remember what was promised by the Holy Scriptures? Apostle Peter, in the verse that we read earlier, when we are being persecuted, always remember, it's an opportunity to give glory to Abba. It's also an opportunity to receive the spirit. Brethren, whenever we're persecuted, receive that promise. Yahuwah will deliver on his promise. He will give us his spirit. He will give us the spirit of glory. That's why Apostle, That's why Stephen was able to stand. Not only was he able to stand, he saw with his eyes the glory of our king, Yahusha. That's why he said, I see heaven open, the son of man standing at the right side of God. And because of the spirit of glory, that was manifested in the life of Stephen. What was he able to do? Bible says he even prayed for his enemies. He even prayed for his persecutors. He said, Lord, do not remember this sin against them. And then he died. How was Stephen, who was a normal human being like you and I, able to do this in the midst of persecution? Because of the spirit of our father, Yahuwah. Whenever there's persecution, it's an opportunity to receive the spirit of our father, Yahuwah, that we may be able to glorify him in that manner. And so when Stephen was killed, what, who was there and what did he continue to do? Well, let's keep reading in the book of Acts now, chapter 8, 1 down to 3. And Saul was there. As a matter of fact, this person called Saul, he was a zealot. He was one of the members of the Sanhedrin, and he was watching. And not only that, he was really an instrument to bring about the demise of Stephen. And so he's watching. He was there, giving approval to his death. On that day, a great persecution broke out against the church at Jerusalem. And all except the apostles were scattered throughout Judea and Samaria. Godly men buried Stephen and mourned deeply for him. 
But Saul began to destroy the church, going from house to house. He dragged off men and women and put them in prison. And so when Stephen was being stoned to death, who was the mastermind behind all of that? This man by the name of Saul. He was the worst, the chief persecutor of the assembly of Yahushua in the first century. But he did not stop with Saul. What also did he strive to do? Destroy the assembly therein. Jerusalem. And so what did he do to destroy the church, the assembly at Jerusalem? The Bible says he dragged off the people, the men, the women who were worshiping Yahusha, and he took them to jail. He placed them in prison. You see how daunting Saul was. He did not quit when it comes to persecuting those who followed our King Yahusha. However, the true people of Elohim, when they are persecuted, they do not stop. What do they continue to do? All the more, they worship Yahuwah. This is what we find all throughout scripture, including this situation. Do you know what happened? Because of the persecution led by Saul, all the more the gospel was able to spread. All the more the assembly was able to influence the Gentile world and to bring the message of salvation to the people of the world. This is the attitude of a true son and daughter of Yahuwah. When they're persecuted because of righteousness, all the more they will commit and devote themselves in following the teachings of Abba. But you know, the devil, he doesn't stop. And so Saul, who was being influenced by the devil, what does he do now? He's setting his targets, his target upon this assembly that will take place in Damascus. He knows there is a place in Damascus that's going to be worshiping Yahusha. And so what did he do? Let's read the book of Acts 9, 3 down to 6. As he neared Damascus on his journey, suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him. He fell to the ground and heard a voice say to him, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? Who are you, Lord? Saul asked. I am Yahushua, whom you are persecuting, he replied. Now get up and go into the city, and you will be told what you must do. But the Lord said to Ananias, go. This man is my chosen instrument to carry my name before the Gentiles and their kings and before the people of Israel. I will show him how much he must suffer for my name. And so here's Saul. He went out to Damascus to persecute, to bring to prison followers, worshipers of our King Yahusha. On his way to Damascus, something happens to him. What happened to him? Bible says there was a light from heaven and it struck him and he fell to the ground. On the ground, he heard his name being called out. There's a voice from heaven calling him, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? Whose voice was that? That was the voice of Yahusha. Something we need to understand about this message from our King Yahusha. You notice how Yahusha identifies himself with us? Because Saul was persecuting the followers of Yahusha. But to Yahusha, for him, it is the equivalent of persecuting him. Yahushua says, why do you persecute me? 
Because when Saul persecuted the followers, the disciples of Yahushua, it was like persecuting Yahushua himself. You see, brothers and sisters, when we are, we truly belong to our King Yahushua. If we truly want to be a part of his body, we have to accept the fact that if he was persecuted, then we too must be persecuted. Do you want to back out now? I mean, that's the cost of discipleship. That's the cost of following our King Yahushua. It's not going to be an easy path. We're going to go through tribulation. We're going to go through suffering because we are not parts of the body of Yahushua. Like what Yahushua said. I in them and them in me. We want to be in Yahushua and Yahushua to be in us. However, this requires that we take the path of suffering because that's the path that our King Yahushua has taken. And so when Yahushua was speaking to Saul, what did he say? He said, why are you persecuting me? And then our King Yahushua forgives him. Isn't that what we're talking about? I mean, Yahushua himself, who is being persecuted by Saul, Yahushua forgives him. Not only does he forgive him, Yahushua is going to use him as an instrument. How so? I will show him how much he must suffer for my name because he will be the one to proclaim the gospel to the Gentiles, to the kings, to the people of the world. And so Apostle Paul eventually becomes the apostle assigned to the Gentiles. Saul becomes the apostle Paul. And when apostle Paul took up his ministry, what did he experience when it was his turn to preach the gospel, to preach the righteousness of Elohim? Let's read the book of 2 Corinthians 11, 24 to 27. Five times I was given the 39 lashes by the Jews. Three times I was whipped by the Romans. And once I was stoned. I have been in three shipwrecks. Once I spent 24 hours in the water. In my many travels, I have been in danger from floods and from robbers, in danger, in danger from my own people and from Gentiles. There have been dangers in the cities, dangers in the wilds, dangers on the high seas, and dangers from false friends. There has been work and toil. Often I have gone without sleep. I have been hungry and thirsty. I have often been without enough food, shelter, or clothing. I want you to basically reflect a little bit on the experience of the Apostle Paul after he was called by our King Yahusha. Because before he was called, he had the good life. What do you mean he had the good life? He had the education, the citizenship. He had a, a great position in the Sanhedrin. Things were looking up for him, especially during the Roman times. When he was a citizen of Rome, and at the same time he worked for the Sanhedrin, he had the best of both worlds. He was leave, li, uh, living the dream during that time. Everything was going well for him. He was enjoying persecuting the followers of our King Yahushua. And all of a sudden, it turns around on him. After he got called, what happened to him? He became the persecuted. No longer the persecutor but the persecuted. This is something that's a pattern repeated throughout scripture. Those who truly follow Yahuwah, they don't persecute. They don't insult. 
they don't oppress. They're the ones being persecuted, insulted, and oppressed. If you were given a choice of being a persecutor or a persecuted, what would you prefer? I would prefer to be persecuted. But when we are persecuted, we need to make sure we are persecuted, not because we did something wrong, but because we are fulfilling the teachings of our Father in heaven. Here the Apostle Paul, after leaving what he had because he wanted to be a disciple of our King Yahushua, this is what he had to endure. And 39 lashes of the Jews being whipped by the Romans, shipwrecks, dangers from his own people and from the Gentiles. Wherever he went, there was danger. This is why he endured much suffering because of the name of our King Yahushua. And when we think about what the Apostle Paul went through and we compare what we're going through now, brethren, there's one thing we both have in common. We may be set, we may be uh, divided by space and time, but the one thing we have in common with the Apostle Paul, when we're being persecuted now, we have the opportunity to share in the sufferings of our King Yahushua, embrace the persecution. Do not be saddened by it. Instead, let us open our hands and our hearts and ask the Father to give us the spirit that he promised. Because he will. Even when people walk out on us, Yahuwah will never do that. He will be with us until the very end. How was this manifested in the life of the Apostle Paul? Let's read the final passage of our studies today. The book of 2 Timothy 4, 16 to 18. At my first defense... No one came to my support, but everyone deserted me. May it not be held against them. But the Lord stood at my side and gave me strength so that through me the message might be fully proclaimed and all the Gentiles might hear it. And I was delivered from the lion's mouth. The Lord will rescue me from every evil attack and will bring me safely to his heavenly kingdom. To him be glory forever and ever. Amen. Up until the very end. The Apostle Paul knows what it's like. To be persecuted. But perhaps. The worst thing. That was felt by the Apostle Paul. Was when. He needed support and encouragement the most. That was when he was abandoned. And betrayed. This is why he said. At my first defense. No one came to my support. Everyone deserted me. However, the more he thought about the situation, he begins to realize that he was not alone. There will be times, yes, when we will feel like we are alone. There will be times when we will feel like we are defeated. But like the Apostle Paul, when everyone left him, when everyone deserted him, who stood with him? It was our King Yahushua. His promise was being fulfilled in the life of the Apostle Paul. When everyone stepped out of his life, Yahushua stepped in and he held him. Yahushua, our King, embraced him. And he was able to receive the strength that was the promise given by Abba. If we're ever being persecuted, brethren, receive the gift of the Spirit, the Spirit of God, the Spirit of glory. Apostle Paul received that. We can also receive that. 
And because Yahusha was with him, just like Stephen, just like the first century assembly, he was able to find peace in spite of death. Second Timothy happens to be the, the last letter written by the Apostle Paul. This was his last message. Because after this, he would die. Does it mean he was defeated? Does it mean he was not delivered from the lion's mouth? He was delivered. His death was not defeat. It was victory. Why? Because he finished his race. What does it mean to finish one race? We complete the work we were called to do. He did that. This is why he knows. The moment he opens his eyes on the day of resurrection, he will be in the kingdom. He will rule with Christ in the kingdom. Because blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness sake for theirs. Is the kingdom of Allahim. Brothers and sisters, what are we going through now? What are we suffering now? Are we going through persecution? Are we being insulted? Are we being persecuted and assaulted and attacked by the devil? Is he bringing disease in our life? Are we go, going through difficult times at work? Are we suffering hardship? Are we going through violence? Are we experiencing the hatred of people, brothers and sisters? Let us not give up. Instead, let us glorify our Father in heaven. When we go through persecution and pain, and we are able to say to Abba, Father, even if this is happening to me, I will not stop glorifying you. I will not stop worshiping you. All the more. I will give my life to you. Apostle Paul said. For me. To die in Christ is gain. Brethren. It is a blessing. To be with Yahushua. And if we are to die. In Yahushua's name. So be it. It is a blessing. And that blessing is not temporary. It is eternal. Because it is the kingdom. Of heaven. Let us stand. And we shall pray together. Almighty, everlasting Father, Yahuwah, Yahuwah Lahim, you are the source of love. You want us to understand what that means. Oftentimes, when we think and feel as human beings, we have this propensity to only do good to those who do good to us. When we are insulted and persecuted, our first reaction is to act out in revenge. But you showed us something today. You call us to be better. You call us to be like you, to bear your character. You are a father of grace and mercy. Help us to be like you. Father, we confess we cannot do this on our own. When we are consumed by our own flesh, Father, how can we do what you instruct us to do? But we believe when you give a command, you also give the ability to carry out that command. And so we, your sons and daughters, 
We open our hearts to you now. Fill us with your spirit so that by your spirit, we will be able to do what you require from us to bear and endure persecution. And in the midst of persecution, to pray even for those who persecute and insult us. Our King Yahushua, you endured the worst. You did not complain. You accepted it all because you are meek and humble. Help us to be like you as we conclude this study on the Beatitudes every day. Help us to think and feel more and more like you so that we can speak and act more and more like you. And if we will be persecuted because of it, so be it. It's worth it. The cost of following you. We will continue to always be with you. Because the greatest blessing there is, is when you are in our midst, you are in our hearts. Please do not give up on us when people betray us, when people persecute and insult, when we feel alone sometimes. Step into our life. Remind us we are never alone. That you are always there. Strengthen our faith and help us to endure all things. Amen. Father, thank you so much for listening to our prayers. May you bless your people throughout the world. May you heal your sons and daughters. Whatever may be that ails us, we ask you to please perform your miracle. Heal us completely. We promise we will never forget your kindness, but your will be done no matter what happens. We will always glorify you. We will always proclaim you mightily. Bless our families, Father, our children, our parents, our loved ones, wherever they may be. May you call them, please, into the kingdom that we can be together to worship you forevermore. We believe, loving Abba, you have listened to our prayers. For we ask and beg everything in the name of our Lord and Savior, Yahushua HaMashiach. Amen.